0: How are you setting Unfable apart in the space? Is there a specific positioning approach that you adopted for the brand? Hello and welcome to Hello Femtech, the podcast that features Femtech changemakers across the globe creating changes and improving the lives of women. With your two hosts, I'm Compek Liu from Design Angel and my co-host Ari Shashek from Sikalovia.
1: One of the reasons that I created Unfabled was because there's an enormous problem in mainstream menstrual care when it comes to toxicity and by that I mean to, to our bodies and to the planet and so a lot of brands and it's normally the mainstream brands they on the whole are bleach and they contain dioxins and the large powers that be such as Procter and Gamble have always done research and published studies that show that the chemical residue left by tampons doesn't affect our health but unfortunately that's not true and now there's new research that's starting to show that the chemicals that are in mainstream products and and that that build up that is obviously happening in probably one of the most absorbent areas of your body as as a woman there's research that's now showing connections between conditions like endometriosis and the toxins in these mainstream products. And the long and short of it is we, we still don't understand the impact that these products have necessarily had on women's health, but it, it's, it's probably not good. And so there's the toxicity element. And then the other side of it is that these products are mad unsustainable for the world. Um, so typical menstrual pads, contain um well a box contains the same amount of plastic as about four or five plastic bags and and menstrual pads are actually made from 90% plastic and then tampon applicators as well that's plastic and the the kind of plastic that applicators and pads are it takes 500 to 1000 years to decompose so it's it's pretty crazy and in the UK alone 200,000 tons of waste is generated every year from menstrual products and they're going into landfill and they're going into the oceans and a whole host of knock-on effects for marine wildlife and things like that. So I, I started doing research and became really aware that the majority of people, you know, including myself rolling back just 18 months, had no idea of these problems. Um, and so I, I decided that I wanted to Firstly, help raise awareness of these issues just so that people can make the right choices for their bodies. But, but also to create a platform and um, a consumer space where all of the menstrual care products are non-toxic and sustainable. So that my business is doing the legwork in the curation and in making sure that anything we sell is not going to damage you or the planet. So. That is really woven into Unfabled and is a huge um, differentiation on what I'm doing here is really weaving sustainability and non-toxic products into the absolute core of the business. Um, And then, you know, on top of that, I think you're so right. There's so much growth in the femtech space and it's so exciting and for people like you know ourselves who are probably quite connected in with the femtech space we know what's going on and the innovations but again I became quite aware that for the average punter um, again there's quite a little awareness about what is happening in the femtech space and some of the really exciting brands and sustainable brands that do exist and you know a lot of people don't even know what femtech means and they say to me oh does that mean you work with other female founders in the technology space. I say, no, Femtech is about women's health and wellness. So I also wanted to create a platform that is really accessible and that brings menstrual care into the mainstream in a way that doesn't feel too clinical um, and in a way that is leveraging the branding that we see really from, you know, like the skincare and the D2C spaces, branding from... You know, things like Glossier through to take care of what these guys do is they leverage super accessible, clean, modern and quite minimalist brand aesthetic to make their products accessible to a wide audience. And so that's what I'm trying to do with Unfabled as well is to help, you know, really the mainstream and the majority of people start to think about periods, not just people who work in the femtech space or who are obsessed with periods like me. And maybe some more of us. Um, so I think that's probably what's a bit different about Unfabled is we're not coming at this from a really clinical perspective. We're coming at this from a community perspective, from a hey, your lived experience is just as valuable as you know these insights and and kind of papers that are being published, and really trying to build a platform that centres our experiences um, at the core of how we're building it. So. Yeah. I hope that kind of helps. But, um, you know, I, I, one thing I say is that I think competition is great and I actually look forward to having more competition because it means more options for people. And, you know, traditionally this space has been so underserved, you know, we people have grown up not even thinking that there are options for period products and brands because they have yes. maybe one or two brands. And and one thing that I'm coming up against is when I speak to investors or people, they say, "And yeah, it's a nice idea. But, you know, actually, people don't want to change their period products or brands when they find one thing. They just want to stick to it. And I've done now a lot of research. And for some people, that's definitely true. But what a lot of people are saying is, well, hold on. They change their shampoos and their conditioners and their skincare and all sorts of personal care products because there's choice and they can. But with period products, they don't think about choice because we haven't had it. And so there's so much power in this and creating a platform where there's more than one brand. And and that's also why for me the marketplace model is really powerful, because it, it drills home that there is choice. And you know, the D2C um you know sole brand model is great i think like there are lots of great direct to consumer brands out there but i want you know people to be able to leave reviews and say actually this brand didn't work for me but don't worry i tried this one and it's really great so yeah i think choice is so important and i'm excited to see more choice available in this space because yeah choice is freedom
0: Thanks for joining us this time. If you haven't already, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting app and get notified the moment a new episode comes out. Halo Femtech is an initiative by Sikalovia and Design Angel. Thank you to Pashel Tashi for producing and editing this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor by rating and reviewing our show on the podcast. It will help us grow the show and make future episodes even better. If you want to connect with other changemakers that we feature in our podcast, go to our website, halofemtech.com, and join our community. You'll find helpful resources and industry events. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.